When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Why do I have to suffer through Tim Lammers? I just don't get it. <laughs> That's why I have a special guest. I have Mari with me. So you can Giddy. Mari? Mari, yeah. Calamari. Oh, calamari. Okay, so good. Those are the two cats, calamari and sushi. So, because both you and Kristen Bird have a black cat, that's kind of cool. We do, and a tabby too. So, and they get along great. So, wonderful kitty. And uh, my son, he used to work at an animal shelter, and nobody adopted the poor thing. Followed him around for two months. He said, I'm going to adopt this cat. And it's really, honestly, just the coolest. It's a cool cat, man. Cat, man. Hey, Andy, is AJ still around? Do you leave? He left. Damn it! I wanted to tell him thank you because I know he had to leave. I thought I didn't know he was going to leave. The what he leaves earlier every day is that the plan? Got out of here right away. AJ, if you're listening, if you're not listening, you have to listen later. But thank you very much. It's been a great year so far. Well, I guess he's been with the show. I don't know about seven, eight months, something like that, or whatever. But AJ's a very, very nice guy, and I wanted to thank him before he left because he usually hangs around a few minutes before he leaves. But um, hey, who puts the who puts up the list? Okay, you look at our pictures, and then there's a list to the right of who's on the show and all that. Mm-hmm. Is everybody a host of this show? They what? have L.A. Nick listed as host. Uh, oh, LA it's just Nick? a term, yeah, for Streamyard. It's like a host. Some of the computers LA. are logged into the, like the main mm-hmm. Streamyard, and so that's why it says host. But here's what I love. Yeah, it's it would be contributor. But here's what I love. He's on once a month for an hour, and he's a host. (laughs) (laughs) He's the host of his own hour. Of his own hour. Yes, is exactly right. Is L.A. Nick coming in for the podcast today or something? Uh, Yeah, I think it's just the last hour of the family. Yeah. Oh, I I thought he was supposed to be in uh, on on Thursday. Uh, We moved stuff around because Officer Dave couldn't do this Friday. He was on Wednesday. Oh, that's right. So Nick's going to fill in for him on Friday. We can take care of that. Ladies and gentlemen, Tim Lammers is brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyer seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. So it'll be nice to be talking to L.A. Nick before it goes. But uh, I, I really wish I could have told A.J. in person because A.J. is a very nice guy. He's great to work with. And uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, A.J. So you can go back and listen to this. If you, you stormed out, you pain in the ass. Now you have to find out if he's registered to listen for the podcast. Yeah, see? (laughs) I'm going to thank everybody else on the show except for him to see if he dug deep enough to find my thank yous. (laughs) What do you think? 
I, like I think it. it's a plan. It's a plan, baby. So, yes, Merry Christmas to everybody. It's hard to believe it's here, and it's hard to believe it's real because of the zero amount of snow on the ground. Right. Mm-hmm. I know. Is it's crazy. Much, is there pretty much, from what I heard on the national news last night, there's no snow anywhere in America. Really? Not a lot. That's what that's what they said. There, it just hasn't snowed this year very much. It's El Nino, baby. Yep. What happens is, so often it is indeed. I remember that it's been quite a few years, but we had an El Nino before where it was like, I don't know if it was quite this mild, but it was mild for the winter, which I don't mind as an adult, as a kid. Yeah. yeah. You know, you want snow and you want to mm-hmm. goof around and all that sort Definitely. of stuff. So, but uh, I know Tom, I'm putting this off cause I know you're such a big ha- uh, fan of superhero movies. Oh, cannot wait to see my superhero movies. I did find out I have it. An even bigger superhero that I didn't know about. I'll just throw this in very quickly. I was watching the second episode of Reacher, <laughs> which I love that show. I just love that show. Uh, Brittany, you ever seen the show Reacher? I I have only seen the one I think John Krasinski played. Is that? No, that, that was a Jack movie. Ryan. Right? Oh, that was Jack oh. Ryan, right? The same yeah, thing. Okay. Then I, I thought you were going to say you saw the one with Tom Cruise. And I saw some of the Tom Cruise ones, but yeah, I haven't seen the new Reacher. I've seen clips of him, and he is a specimen. I will say that. I will tell you something, and I'm not kidding. The second episode, he gets stabbed in the stomach or slashed across the stomach, I guess is a better way to put it. Ooh. He takes off his shirt. All right. Does he have an ounce of fat on his body, Tim? Right. No, right. he does not. He literally, I'm you. You talk about that rip, that whole stomach muscle. I, that some bitch is put together. I, I was about two thousand five hundred miles away, and I was still scared of him. That's all I had to say. <laughs> Merry yeah. Christmas. Honest to God, that guy is huge. Brittany, you got to start watching the show. You, you will do. all in love with him. My wife oh, no. will leave me for him if he's <laughs> in the vicinity. I mean, this guy, and he, he really is great. I mean, for, start with season one. I mean, you ne- don't necessarily have to start with season one because these are standalone stories, but you really do get yeah. the backstory. story. Uh, but that, that, that's what's great. I mean, it, you know, Lee Child wrote, God, I don't know, two dozen books or whatever, uh, Reacher books. And this is actually book 11. The first yeah. season was book one. They, they hop all over the place, but... Yeah, I, 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 I love it, and uh, I, I told you earlier, and this isn't in a bragging sort of way, but I have special access to the series, so I actually watched all of the eight episodes already. I'm special. I'm special. <laughs> Are you special? Are you, is that Darren Nelson? Are you special? Special. You made fun of Darren Nelson, and he got mad at you? He did, did in the lobby of KQRS. He was yelling at me, and I was like, <laughs> hearing a guy with that voice yell at you, I wish you stopped picking on me all the time. I'm all upset about it. You're making it worse for yourself, not better. So, yeah. So you got a lot to look forward to with Reacher. Um, There's just one scene I have to point out quickly in the first episode where he punches through a window, a car window. Yes, he does. And and, and, and he takes on a carjacker and the way he takes him down, man. It's such satisfaction to see a slime bag get exactly what's coming to him. <laughs> I like it put that way. You're absolutely right about that. Oh, my God. Is he? He's so terrific. And, yeah, so start with that one. Both seasons are on Amazon Prime. That's I was kind of hoping uh, Officer Dave was in because I know he's a huge fan of Reacher. 
He so uh, we'll He's catch up. up with that. Hopefully he will have seen through episode five or whatever by the time we come back. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Highly recommended show. Um, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Uh, you know, they push this thing back and back and back, which is never a good sign. Uh, it, it just tells you the movie's mm -hmm. in trouble. The more money they throw at it, they hope to fix it. Weird. The, the weird deal about this one is, it only costs two hundred million to make, oh instead of three hundred million. Cheap. Uh, I mean, it's just amazing to me the amount of money that they throw into these pictures. And I have to say, it shows in terms of the beauty of it, and the the sets or fake sets or whatever CGI sets, the special effects they are spectacular. There's no and <clears throat> and I, I tell it. you, <clears throat> the movie. As far as the story, it's like all over the place. I mean, again, when you're trying to fix something from the back end, you know, you're trying to, I don't know if you're doing reshoots or whatever the hell you're doing. I mean, the story just gets all jumbled and mm -hmm. just a huge mess. But it doesn't take itself too seriously, which to me is the key to all of these movies. And oddly enough, Marvel used to be the lighthearted movies that got to the point where they took themselves too seriously. Yeah. And DC is the other way around. Now, when Christopher Nolan had the Dark Knight stuff, that that was ground in real world, you know, gritty stuff. Mm -hmm. And then Man of Steel came along and sort of had that Nolan verse sort of feel to it. But then they started to lighten up with movies like Shazam and stuff like that. And Aquaman, because of Jason Momoa, he's in on the joke. Everybody in this film is in on the joke. They're having fun. So while, you know, the story is like, what? What the hell is that? What are you talking about? I mean, the performances, even Patrick Wilson, who is the quote unquote bad guy in the first one, or one of the bad guys, is takes it has a lighter approach this time around. So even though story-wise, it's like, you know what? You just got to accept the fact that most of these superhero movies just don't make sense story-wise. They're just too much to try yeah. to cram into yeah. it when you're fighting against these special effects. Because that's the big problem with any sort of action movie is to find that balance. And most films don't. They just don't. And this one doesn't either. But at least it knows what kind of movie it is. So I have to say, I was very impressed and very happy with the outcome. Again, Jason Momoa can be funny. Sometimes he can be stupid like he was in the last Fast and Furious movie. He tried too hard to be the Joker oh, yeah. Yeah. in the last Fast and Furious movie. It just, it just didn't work. But this one, obviously, he knows the character. He owns the character. And sadly enough, because, again, when these movies don't make money, the inclination by the studios isn't to make a smaller movie and concentrate on the story. No, let's just throw everything out. Let's throw out the baby with the bathwater or whatever you want to call it. And let's just start again and throw gobs of money at it and see if we can get this one to make money. But again, when you're getting up there two, $300 million, it's impossible to make your money back. They just do not right. learn. So enjoy this one for what it is. It's the last one with Jason Momoa as Aquaman. And I'm sure Brittany, yes, indeed, you think he is a hunk of a man. Yeah, he's fine. Um, I liked him in Game of Thrones a lot, so, like, that's cool. But uh, I'm not, like, I know that, like, I'm supposed to really like extremely muscly men. 
but it's never going to be my thing. Like, I like a skinny guy. I don't know why. So, so you can dominate him. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> Probably. You're so mean. That's I want to know, I, I, know I, I can take him in a fight. I, I brought, you know, Brittany, I brought, I, you know, brought up the Jason Momoa hunk factor because, again, like Reacher, like Alan Richson, my wife went with me to this movie. Yeah. And it's like, man, I don't stand a chance if this dude shows up in town. <laughs> she is so in love with him. And you know what else? She's in love with Patrick Wilson, too. Just because he's a nice guy, he's a great actor. Yeah, he is. Yep. And he gets ripped for this movie. Dang. It's like, holy God, these guys are just embarrassing me. I'm sitting next to her and they're just embarrassing the hell out of me because these dudes are so <laughs> ripped. But she says, you know, Patrick, he's, he's pushing 50 or he is 50. He, hey, if he can do it, so can you. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. Is. Okay. All right. Yeah, Tim, yeah. I got to make an observation here. Yeah. You and I are total stiffs. <laughs> Look Isn't around. That the truth? <laughs> look around at the pictures on this screen right now. You got Brittany Christmas vest on, celebrating the season. Uh, you got Andy wearing the Christmas red. You got Tevin wearing it. That's a shirt, isn't it? Oh, no, look Tom, at it's, it's a it's a onesie. It's a onesie, and it even lights up. You're all looking though. very festive. Okay, he's got to go plug it in. Apparently. Oh, we plug it in. oh, it's been the light oh. off. I like it. Uh oh, here we go. Oh, my oh, God. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love it. Yeah, well, uh, I thought you were saying we're stiffs because we don't measure up to Jason Momoa. Well, and that too. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Brittany, I love your puppy. Oh, oh my puppy. God. He is Hi, puppy. Like the most pathetic, needy dog in the world, mm -hmm. and he is my definition of a perfect man. I, this is my dream guy. <laughs> well, you need somebody needy. That's really, really right. great. So yeah. what, what's your dog's name? That's Murphy. 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 And Murphy's how old? Uh, Murphy is six. Wow. Murphy's six, really? Yeah, looks like I he had a gray beard already. I know. I think with we, you? When you live I with Brittany, I, yeah, you develop yeah, gray yeah. hairs at a young age. Oh, exactly was, right. You turn really old very fast. He was, uh, he had pristine, no marks when, uh, cause he was Justin's dog before we got married. And of course oh, now okay. he's my dog. Um, and I think I've stressed him out. I think I've aged him quite a bit. <laughs> Don't you just love dogs? Honestly, God, we love dogs in our family. Love them. Oh. He's so funny, Tom, too, because he know, just I know Justin's gone because our dogs aren't usually like allowed on the second floor unless we say, come, you know, come on up. But mm -hmm. as soon as Justin leaves and he knows I'm up here, he'll book it right up to this door. Oh. And I'm like, Justin's gone mm -hmm. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's gone. Now, yes. it's great though. you guys dressed up all festive and all the rest of it. And, uh, you know, Tim and I are just. Tom well, I, I should note though, this is a I'm a Barton man. Barton, of course, is the private school that the boarding school that uh, is the center of the holdovers, which is a Christmas movie. So by default, that's true. Uh, there you go. Yeah. And yeah, Christmas in Vegas. So I, I'm good for <laughs> you know. Christmas in uh, Vegas. We'll find yeah. any excuse that we yeah. can. So, well, Vegas has lights. So, yeah, that works. It's there you go. There you go. So, <laughs> so, anyway, Aquaman, seven out of 10 on the Lamometer. It's still a very enjoyable, very entertaining movie. It's the end of Jason Momoa and, you know, all the previous, you know, Ben Affleck as Batman, uh, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. They're all gone. Henry Cavill, all of them, they're gone. 
So really? let's bring on the new stuff. Let's see if they can do something different. Again, I think the problem is a, a studio that throws too much money at uh, a project and just can't make it back. And they deem that a failure rather than actually investing in a story and, you know, and appreciating the actors like Momoa because Momoa is really good in this role. Uh, so, but, uh, that's all I have. I have to run to another appearance. Don't give any of that BS. You have to go back to bed. I got to go back to bed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I wanted to wish each and every one of you, since Tevin was kind of uh, left out last time, Tevin, Merry Christmas. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Why was he left out? I named everybody on, uh, uh was it Tuesday? Did I name everybody? Uh, or was yeah, it last one week? of the days. Yeah. List yeah. Yeah. Tevin, you're you're just the absolute best. Uh, you know, I can't say enough. Okay, about that's you. that's too much now. That's 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 <laughs> way that's way no, too it much. Like ass kissing. Yeah. It, it is ass kissing, but you know, I, I'm making up for my mistakes. <laughs> so, Andy, Merry Christmas to you and your you family. Too. Brittany, the same to you and your family and your lovely puppies as well. Puppies. Tommy, you and Catherine and Jude. Judy. Well, I'll tell you what, Tim. I will say this, and it's absolutely true. Uh, that's one thing I will tell you about me. I do not, you know, like I, so far, everybody that's left, I said, hey, thank you. It's been great working with you, all the rest of it. If it weren't, I wouldn't say it is. I just wouldn't say it. Mm. So, Tim, working with you is a, a thrill. You're always, uh, you give some new information. You're very uh, forthcoming, but it's it's been a joy working with you all these years. And thanks for coming over here with me. I appreciate it, pal. It's great having you on. I appreciate the opportunity, as you know. And I think, Tommy, it's going on maybe 10 years that uh, I've been doing reviews with you. So I know. thank Amazing. you for putting up with me for so long. I want you to tune in, though, in, in uh, about 42, 52 minutes. Because at the very it. end, I'm going to go last and it's going to be, oh, God, Brittany, you're a disaster. <laughs> Everybody else is going <laughs> to I thought you were going to give me the finger there. No, I love being, I have no problem with my low bar. With low bar being a disaster. Low bar Brittany. New nickname, low bar Brittany. Yeah, All right, everybody. Do that enough, but I don't think people do it enough. You know, thank their coworkers for the great oh. job they do and all the rest of it. They, they need to do that more. You're the reason for my existence, man. You know, you, these opportunities. Why, are you going to kill yourself? Otherwise, I'd be, no, no, no. I'd be parking my, my nonsensical movie reviews to the air. Nobody would be listening to me. Uh, so, yeah. well, and oh, and you know what? Me. Also, big thanks to Michael Bryant, because he's the man that's yep. been sponsoring me all these years, too. And without Mike, man, he is just, he is the best. He really he is. He does have a lot of faith in this show. There's no doubt about it. No question about it. Hey, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up because our, our advertiser, and again, I'm not going to kiss some advertiser's ass if I don't like them. I like every one of them. I'm not going to work for somebody I don't like. It's just not going to happen. But no, he's a, per, a prime example of what you're talking about. There are our advertisers on the show are phenomenal. They're great. And people. friends. I mean, there are friends. They're very good know? friends, too. Yep. Absolutely. So, except for right. Jelski, yeah, Jelski, my, my 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 Polish brother, your uh, Polish brother, exactly. Don't go knocking the Bilski. No, there's no knocking the Bilski. I love Mike. Oh God, did I actually just say I love Mike uh, Bilski? It's the first time I've did, ever you did. That. You know, and also oh, I have to no. point out quickly: the first person that walked up to me at your going away retirement party almost yeah. a year ago, and remember how freaking cold it was a year ago. I, I mean, do indeed. <laughs> but Bilski is the first guy that came up and introduced himself to me. And that, that was very cool. Very oh, great Bilsky's guy. Great, great guy. So that was a year ago tomorrow. You I know. That? A year I know. ago tomorrow. The 23rd of December. Yeah. 
Yeah. That was weird when I left the show after 37 years and they didn't give a rat's ass to thank me in any way, shape or form. They were just, uh, you wanted to pocket more money. So they hired some other stiffs or something. I don't know what they did, but, but yeah, that, uh, that was a very nice thing to walk off the air and go, okay, well, I guess that's it. And then all, I shouldn't say all, but 95% of my friends were there. It was wonderful. Who who braved the weather, even though it was 80 degrees colder than it is today. <laughs> it, was, it was not oh, no. nice out. It oh, was I, like deep freeze below. Like you was. shouldn't advise against travel. Yeah. Yep. That's what was really cool I about remember. that. Yep. Because yeah. it didn't matter to all the people that cared about you. They Everybody was there. So, yeah. It they was were great. indeed. Alrighty, well, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and uh, we will talk to you again in 2024. Sounds good. Thank you for all your help uh, throughout the years, Timmy. Thank you. Talk good day, you sir. Things, yeah. Tim Lammers, ladies and gentlemen, another really, really good. See, that's another thing. I'm not working with pricks. I just don't do that. I've worked. You ever work with somebody you couldn't stand? Yes. Have you really? Like, I have it- not. And it was the worst. I don't know if I have actually. I just, yeah, I'm trying. I mean, there's some people I didn't care for there, but one of them was, I found out severely mentally ill. So I get kind of, that kind of changed my, Mm -hmm. my uh, position on that whole situation. Matter of fact, I just saw a picture of him now. Oh my God. He looks like mountain man, Mike. It's like, Oh Jesus. Looking plenty rough is all I'm saying. So yeah, I mean, it's nice to, uh, to, to work with people that you like and then and Brittany too. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, ah! I have to even the scales for you. <laughs> I have to even the scales. Oh, I should do this, by the way. Tim Lammers, ladies and gentlemen, because he mentioned Michael Bryant, so I better support Michael Bryant. Tim Lammers brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyer seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Tim Lammers sponsored by Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyers. But, yeah, I got very, very lucky in that whole situation throughout the years, the Sannies of the world and, you know, Timmy Lammers, and you get on the list of all these different people. It's We got one coming up in about uh, seven minutes, of course. Kristen Burt. Oh, yeah. You know. You know, she's been around Andy now for, what, like 10 years. Did you uh, know that? At least. Is it more than that? I think. Well, let's see. I can find out uh, when her first episode. I'm pretty sure her first episode was, like, within the first 50 episodes. Oh, was it really? So it's been 12 years? Uh, yeah, if you include her first ever appearance, uh, it would have been. Let's see. Unbelievable. Here. And the only reason she knew about the show was she used to, she worked with, uh, jesse ventura for a while that's how she knew about this show or my other Mm. show and now this one can you imagine even for a day working for jesse ventura looks like her first episode was 447 so yes second year so there you go yep what do you mean 447 number oh you mean that's the number of the episode yes Holy hand, how many episodes we got total? Uh, we are at 2468 today. Jeez. 2468 episodes. Mm-hmm. 3,000 3, is just know. around the corner. Just around the corner, ladies and gentlemen. There's no question about it. We shall take a break. Be right back. What was her name again? She's coming up next. What is it? Well, she's not on here, so she doesn't matter. I think it's Briston Kurt. Briston Kurt. I think it is Briston Kurt. I think that's right. I think that's what she- 
Yeah. Let me think about. Oh, should we wait? Should we wait a couple of minutes? No. Although she'll she'll join. She'll jump on. Right yeah. on. All right, we'll be right back. Kristen Burt will join us right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Show. Tom here, and I want to discuss a partnership that has been wonderful in my life. Zero Res Carpet Care. Very good friends of mine. Nothing is better to someone with a family than having a completely clean home. Your carpet is the biggest filter in your house. If you want to talk about pet dander or foot traffic, dirt from the outside, they all eventually reside in your carpet. So, Zero Res Carpet Care. Listen, around the holidays, you need to contact ZeroResMinnesota.com or call 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. That's 952-Zero-Res. They clean your home with their electrolyzed pH-elevated water that doesn't use chemicals or soaps that smell like a janitor's closet like other cleaning services. How about a Tom Bernard deal? Well, here it is. Get three rooms, zero resified, starting at 129 bucks, and don't forget your air ducts. Mention me, and they'll discount your air vents by 75 bucks too. This is for the entire month, so call them right now, 9520-RES, backward or forwarded, spells the same, or book online, zeroresminnesota.com. If it's available, ask for them to come to your place in the Tom Bernard name service truck. What an honor that was, by the way. Just mention me by name and get the special deal to get your home clean and your heart happy. Zero Res Carpet. You have all helped support MyPillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with great deals on his most popular products. Right now, you can save 50% on Queen and King pillows and the original My Slippers, and the MyPillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. Set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98. And for a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That's a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more. Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC has a mutiny on his hands. His sales crew said they've had it brooming snow off the new Buicks and GMCs, then warmed them up, moved them to plow, and reparked them again. He even overheard them cooking up an alternative plan. A sale. This is crazy. Why don't we just mark them down and sell them? This is getting real old to be out on that lot in this sub-zero weather. That's right. Everyone we sell is one less to broom. I heard we're supposed to get six more inches tomorrow. I'm 5'6". How am I supposed to get the snow off the roof of a pickup? I'm Jim Paul, and, well, car dealers do have all kinds of crazy sales. This idea probably makes more sense than most. There's plenty of inventory, so, okay, the crew has decided. Yeah! Now we're talking so then it's official. The We Don't Want to Broom Snow sale is in full force at Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley and Hastings. Snowy inventory priced real right at valleycardealers.com. Guys, if you want to reignite your intimacy once and for all, listen. Just give Twin Cities Premier Health a call for a discreet and confidential in-office evaluation by their highly trained staff of medical professionals. Acoustic wave therapy sessions are 25 to 30 minute treatments with no pain, no downtime afterward. And right now, Twin Cities Premier Health is offering a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. Receive this $800 value when you use code word TOM at TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. You may know that age-related erectile dysfunction is most commonly caused by a buildup of plaque in the arteries that supply blood to the erectile tissue. 
Acoustic Wave Therapy can rescue your relationship and has been clinically proven to break up plaque. Definitely take advantage of this limited time special offer. Receive a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. This is a savings of $800 when you use code word TOM at TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. Be sure to use promo code TOM so we get credit for sending you. I wouldn't recommend a service like this unless I knew they could help you. TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. One of the KBs is with us. There's, of course, Kristen Burt. There's Catherine Brandt. And who's the other one? There's another one? There's Me? another KB. No, I said Kristen oh, Burt first. Um, Ken Barlow. Yeah. Ken Barlow. Yeah. Who's the other KB? I don't even know Ken, but <laughs> all the KBs know guy. each other. I haven't talked to Ken in years, but he's always been a very, very nice guy. So KB, you're KB too? I'm KB2, so Ken Barlow has to be KB3. Sorry. No, he deserves it, though. Yeah. I was like, even, I think he's older than me, but he still is KB3. <laughs> Fall in line. Just the way it works. It's just all I'm saying. So, Kristen Burt, what's the latest with you? Oh, my goodness. Wrapping up the year. Um, this is kind of a, a fun story. And I've been following this one. Now, Lifetime did the very first Christmas movie with the sex scene. If you think about it, most Christmas movies that they do like Hallmark and things like that, it's like just a kiss under the mistletoe. Mm -hmm. Well, they did a cowboy Christmas with a very hot sex scene. And now people are predicting that by next year, we're going to have super steamy Christmas movies Mm -hmm. like on Hallmark and lifetime and Netflix. How how do you need this? (laughs) Yeah. I think I'm anti sex scene in Christmas. hundred percent. Yeah, I agree with you. That's three three strikes. They're out. Well, Andy, not to mention it's Evan, like me. It's Christmas. But all the men. Wait a minute. <laughs> I could go either way. I. I mean, I, I don't need it, but it, it, if it's there, it's kind of fun and something different. Well, my problem yeah. it's that it's not realistic. You don't have the energy after all the Christmas decorating and parties <laughs> and everything. You just want to go to sleep. Yeah, Christmas isn't exactly sexy because there's a lot <laughs> no, of people in your house. Right. Yeah. Um, How many cowboys do you have entering your house at Christmas? Maybe the, it's like the theme. That's, like, that's the thing. That yeah, could be yeah. it. If Justin went and got one of his uh, 4-H hats from his childhood <laughs> oh, down in our basement, game on. Do you know how that would go if I walked into the bedroom wearing spurs? Yeah, that <laughs> Catherine would love that. Yeah, she'd be wild about that. You never know. You never <laughs> yeah, know. Never know. Oh, who's the kitty now? Oh, this is Kevin. Kevin. Kevin and Tevin on the same yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Kevin yeah. needs to come over. I've got cat costumes. Oh, oh look at the costume. Run from that. At, London hasn't entered the building, but I was like, if I'm going to wear my Christmas sweater, then like cat has to have costumes. Mm-hmm. All my animals that are men are the needy ones. I'm not saying anything, but I think I'm saying something. Well, you've Looking called like covered- your dog. You've called Justin, and now your cat are all needy. Like you just dominate your house. Uh, I think she just froze. I think she did froze. She froze she, wow, up. what a weird voice to freeze. Yeah, I was like, wow, she's <laughs> really mad about that. I was like, oops, baby, uh, I didn't I mean to offend know, you. Though. There she is. Oh, She's back. There she is. Okay. We're good. 
Brittany, you just froze up with the meanest look on your face yeah. I've ever seen. I, le the cat. I legitimately thought I pissed you off with what I said. I was like, well, I'll just, this is my last day on the show. Yeah, all of a sudden you were just like, that's it. It's like, oh, no. Well, Kevin, it's been good knowing you. I mean, have a good 2024. Uh, I guess I've been promoted to listener. Is what is to listener. Yeah. I'm going to call you Kevin from now on, exactly yeah. like I did yesterday. I'll be like, remember that guy Kevin that used to work on the show? Yeah. He'd be like, it was Tevin. Tevin, exactly. No, Brittany just dropped off all of a sudden. I think her internet might need to be restarted or something. <laughs> So you bring a cat in and they F up everything. Mm -hmm. What a no, job. No, no, they don't. But no, I mean, no, no. <laughs> boy cats are much, I don't know why it is, but and it doesn't matter what breed of cat you have. Boy cats are much more needy than female cats. Really? Interesting. Yeah, we call our female, like we call London, like she's a cat. Like she'll let you know when she wants you and when she doesn't want you. Where Linus, like you like have to touch him 24-7. Well, I understand that. I wonder why that is that a, that male cats would be needier than female cats. Hmm. Yeah, it's a some weird like breed thing, but all breeds within cats. So I guess it's a gender thing. She keeps popping on and popping off. It's hilarious. She's back I am. You're back. I don't know what's happening. I'm like so scared. If Justin's dinking around with the Christmas lights, I'm going to kill him. Every the power all went off in my closet. Oh. I yeah. Ooh. So Do I don't think. What's that? Is there a storm? No, everything's no. fine here. But uh, who knows? It's sometimes our cul-de-sac goes out and we for weird reasons. But I, I think I'm back. Seem to be. Well, Tom, are one. you the only one without a Christmas sweater? Okay, I knew you were going to point that out. That's why I brought it up in previous 15 minutes. I mean, mine's okay, not mine? Christmas. It's just red. Ooh. So I am the so only one. And then a cat with a hat. Oh. I don't think I have a Christmas shirt. I think that's the problem. I don't even have a Christmas shirt to put on. I don't know why not. I own more Christmas onesies than any regular adult man should own. I think um, I have one or two. I've got, I think, like four or five <laughs> Christmas onesies. Which, like, yeah. One or two is kind of pushing the limit to like how many a grown man should own. So, Tevin, yeah. I'm a little scared to know what your no, number is. It's like that. four or five. You know, it's, that's a lot. Yeah, it's not. It's not a little. In my defense, I didn't buy any of them. They oh, were I know. Thrust were given. upon me. <laughs> they were given to you. Well, but that's a good thing, long, long yeah. term. Anyway, so, Kristen, I need your help <clears throat> because okay. I love Christmas movies, but I've seen every one of them. Is there a Christmas movie out that I might enjoy, or everybody might enjoy? I, has everyone watched the Xmas yet? That was like the, one of the new ones this year that I thought was fresh and interesting. I don't think so. Yeah, that one's on freebie, and it is, it's a, it's a couple, uh, they're exes, obviously, and the ex-girlfriend gets invited to um, her ex-boyfriend's family Christmas because he's not supposed to be there, and we all know what happens. He winds up at the family home for Christmas so that they're mm -hmm. both there, but... And, and you kind of go, oh, I know what this predictable threat is, but there's a couple of like loops in there that I think made the the movie feel fresh and the storyline feel interesting and different from the typical like Hallmark fair and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Or there's Tom. And there's you, no sex, no cowboy sex. No cowboy sex. Tom, have you <laughs> okay, watched yeah. Candy Cane Lane with Eddie Murphy? That's a new one that's on Amazon Prime. No. That's that one's pretty good. Watch that. Yeah. Was Eddie Murphy like I, retired or something? Because he just like all of a sudden is back after what feels like thirty years of not being in things. I don't know. Kristen, did he take a hiatus for some reason? 
I, I don't think he took like a retirement, but I think he took a step back and then all of a sudden he really did start to mm-hmm. sort of come back to the picture. Um, and I, I think, you know, we've got Beverly Hills Cop 4 coming. We do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like that, Candy Cane oh. Lane. So we'll see what happens. I, th- I think this could be an interesting chapter with his career, but I think like, I, I thought Candy Cane Lane was fine. Like mm-hmm. I was really excited about it and I was like, this is good-ish yeah. you know what i mean felt like it wandered a little bit but um i don't know eddie murphy and drama like i always think about his turn in dream girls that got him nominated for the oscar i'm like more of that because i think he has a lot of really untapped talent and people just need to cast him in roles that we don't expect him to yeah i've watched a couple of movies that the new one with what's her name mary what's her name um, I'm trying to remember the show she you was on. It was really a great show. Uh, oh God, I can't remember her name, but she she plays an angel or something, and she appears to help this guy at Christmas with oh, his wife. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, what the hell's her name? Wasn't it Melissa McCarthy? Melissa McCarthy. That's yeah. exactly. Genie. It's a genie. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the movie genie was not Peacock. good. Yeah, that was not a good movie. I heard it was mediocre. Yeah, it was mediocre. I mean, I don't think anybody did a bad job. The story just wasn't very good. You know, the one thing about the Christmas formula and the Christmas movies, I mean, they actually teach class screenwriting classes out here, like how to write your formulaic Hallmark movie. Not oh, kidding. Okay. Um, is there are certain things that they, they look for um, in terms of the movies. You know, you have to have like a sassy best friend. You have to mm-hmm. have some diversity. You have to have like the underlying message of like a Christmas miracle, but not heavy-handed religion like there's certain things that they're they're always looking for um but i i I think sometimes they fast track these movies like too quickly and you're like is there really any substance to this does it feel any different than the 20 other movies that i've watched over the last few years and that's why i'm like what are the ones that are going to stand out to me and at least try and be different or try something fresh Mm -hmm. and like even if like lifetimes a cowboy christmas isn't like spectacular viewing at least they're trying something different and they're probably going to spark a whole new trend for Christmas 2024. And we'll see if that edginess works in Christmas movies, but I'm always looking for people that are staying ahead of the curve instead of just going, okay, great. I'm going for the quick buck and the, you know, signing on the dotted line with Hallmark. You know, I find it a little creepy that you can't give up on cowboy sex in a Christmas movie, but you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's Jana Kramer. So if anyone knows, she's like a big, I feel like she's always in the tabloid. So of course they, they had her star in the movie. So we'll see. We'll see where it winds her up as a lifetime darling. Probably. Will a Christmas movie, will there ever be a Christmas movie better than a Christmas Carol? Well, I think Miracle on 34th street with Natalie Wood is better than a Christmas Carol. It's as good, but not better. I don't know. I think it's better. I don't know if I've ever seen it. Oh, George C. Scott is unbelievable in that movie. He is phenomenal. Well, yeah, which of the 27,000 Christmas carols are you talking about? A Muppet Christmas Carol is that's, really good. Yeah, that's the one we grew up <laughs> I think that one's hard to beat. That might be George C. Scott. I'm sorry, Tom. <laughs> George C. Scott, I'm just telling you. Kermit the Frog, I'm telling you. You know what's uh, interesting that I just learned? The original um, Christmas Carol... 1930, mm-hmm. whatever, 37 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Tiny Tim is still alive. <gasps> really? Yeah. Wow. What a fact. <laughs> yeah. How old is he now? Uh, let's see. Be a hundo. He's close. 
I gotta find out who he is. I bet she's 94. That'd be my guess. Dick Van Dyke territory. It was yeah, 1938. Uh, Terry Kilburn as Tiny Tim. He is 97. 97. There yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. That's pretty damn good, cool. He's still alive. It's a good lifeline. Yeah, for sure. It certainly is. So we um, got to. Okay, I was just going to say, I have a, kind of an update I'm sure Tevin heard, but we were talking a few weeks ago about Golden Globes and who was going to host, and I'm mm-hmm. sure you heard that it's Joe Coy who mm. signed on the dotted line just a couple days before Christmas, if that gives you an idea of how hard it was to find a host for their January 6th show. <laughs> yeah, it feels like they went way down the list of hosts to get, because if you're settling on Joe Coy, not uh, top of mind really for anybody. No? You don't like Joe Coy? I mean, I can appreciate how famous he is and how successful he's been throughout his career, but I find his style of comedy is a lot of based on him being Filipino, and it just doesn't Yeah, resonate. That is true. He, he does sometimes lean, like, a little too heavily into it. Yeah. I know he's always and also, like... also, remember, Golden Globe audiences are expecting you to be snarky mm-hmm. um, because that's oh. traditionally what the, the tone of that particular award show. So I'm curious to see how he plays into it or leans completely away from it. Yeah, to be, I won't be watching it, so I don't really care. <laughs> I have to cover it, so oh, do you I'll be watching it for you. Yeah, I work at the award shows, so... <laughs> It'll work out in the end. I, I just, I really do love Christmas and I'm trying to find a couple of movies to watch. I'm not watching the Cowboy Stoop movie. Forget it. It's out of the mix. Cowboy Stoop movie. So, so the Eddie Murphy movie I should watch or is it not very good? It's not going to blow okay. your mind. It's, but it's, it's, if you're just looking for a Christmas movie to watch, yeah. you're not going to necessarily hate it. I think it's a little long. I thought. Uh-oh. Oh, no. It's a little longer than the 90-minute uh, uh, Christmas movie. It's a little over two, I think. It's almost exactly two hours, apparently. Oh, yeah. Too long. Yeah, that's... Chris, let me ask you a question about that. We are now... Uh, we have movies that are three hours long, three hours and 20 minutes long, three and a half hours long. You're not the godfather. Cut it back to an hour and 45 minutes. It's just way too long. Yeah, but I've looked yeah. at it. I have the odd or the uh, statistics say that the longer a movie is, the more it does make people like really? it. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Really? People, I hate it. People are liking these two and a half, three hour long. Although, I mean, I wonder how much of that remains true if you remove uh, like Endgame and uh, Infinity War from that equation, because those made such an insane mm-hmm. amount of money. They probably bump up the median like five hundred million dollars. Avatar well, did well. And yeah, over, it was like yeah. three ten. Avatar did well. I mean, Bar- Barbenheim- Barbenheimer. Oppenheimer did well. I'm so used to call you Barbenheimer. Poor, poor Barbie. She got mixed in there. Um, Oppenheimer. That's another one that did extremely well with over a three hour runtime. So I just think it's. It's story driven, and I think some of them will do really well in the first weekend and then drop off. So it's the ones that, to me, that have the staying power at the top of the box office for several weeks, and you go, okay, that was a good movie, and people actually cared. I was really surprised they didn't bring him all the way to the end of his life because he didn't live that much longer after all. He he died at like 62 years old, you know, Oppenheimer did. So I was kind of surprised he didn't go all the way to the end of his life. They just kind of let it kind of drop off or whatever. And I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. It was too long. 
no question. It was about a half an hour or 45 minutes too long. They could have gotten it a lot, you know, condensed it a little bit. But I did you guys enjoy the movie? Did you see it? I liked it. I didn't I wasn't like wowed by it, but I'm not a yeah. huge Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan fan. I loved his stuff early on in his career, yeah. like Memento, and then I don't know, they just got a little too heavy-handed for me. But um but I, you know, I do think we we hear a lot of complaints about the runtime of movies. It's not, you know, even though they're doing well at the box office, there is a complaint. I mean, and Martin mm-hmm. Scorsese's film is not doing great at the box office with that their long runtime. So it, it's that one of those be. things I'm like how long are studios going to allow directors to have this like their final cut their unlimited time in the theaters because also for theaters it limits the amount of time that people turn over at the concession stand where they make all of their money that movie's dreadfully bad i mean it's terrible and you know from the beginning of the movie as soon as you see robert de niro you go oh he's going to be the bad guy i guarantee it and he is, of course. You could predict that entire movie. That movie was terrible, I thought. Yeah, it's I'm it, Scorsese's another one that I'm like yeah. this stage of the game. I like a lot of her his earlier work, but his oh, last yeah. few films, I'm like, mm, again, don't yep. I mean, but I think sometimes too, some of these directors are like riding on their reputation for years. I mean, I was at that Oscars, I was sitting in the audience when he won for The Departed. Now, do I think The Departed is the best of his career? Nope. No, he won based off of reputation because he was overdue, and that was really kind of mm-hmm. the feeling for it. Should oh. he have won for Raging Bull? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. God, that was a great movie. Raging Bull was phenomenal. What a movie that is. Mm-hmm. Eh, what are you going to do? So we nobody no other suggestions for a christmas movie i so, have um, one it's, oh, it's you do? a couple years old yeah I, but i was trying to remember the name of it i had to pull it up um it's with dan levy whom i love it's happiest season it's on hulu um and he plays a secondary character but he brings in kind of like all of like the lighter moments of the film it's about a girl who was going to propose to her girlfriends but she's not out to her family um and it's it's a zany comedy he's really good in it Happiest season on Hulu. I loved it. How about Black Christmas with Margot Kidder? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's a real movie, and it's the most murderous Christmas movie I have ever seen. Oh, dang. A psychopath sneaks into a, a sorority house at Christmas time oh. and starts murdering people. Okay, well, if you <laughs> don't want to do mass murder, I, I do have a recommendation it. for you, Tom, that I think you're going okay, to get a good. good. It's something you've seen, but it's so it's what we watch every year at my house. It's the third season in the office. Uh, the episodes is tenth and eleventh. It's a Benihana Christmas, mm-hmm. and it's so funny. And it's just Steve Carell is the most Steve Carell in Phenomenal. the. He's so funny. There's so many funny parts, and it's quirky and. He falls in love with this Benihana waitress and it's a yep. whole thing. And he couldn't tell her the difference between her friends. So he marked her with a yep. marker. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just the it's whole so thing. It's so inappropriate. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. And he is just like, um, every, I mean, he's got so many one-liners in that one. You'll just die. And you're, yeah, we, me and my family watch that every year. Now, Kristen, you probably unlucky like I am, but the other three, maybe not. I really wish that I had never met Steve Carell. Oh, really? Yeah. He's got a real attitude. There's no doubt about it. 
What, did you catch him on a bad day? Because that can sometimes happen. Well, maybe there's a possibility. I've only met him once for a very brief period, and he was very, he was really standoffish and distracted, and he just had no interest. And it's like, well, look, I didn't show up to meet you. You came here. So I don't know why you got an attitude. I didn't come to you. You came to me. So <laughs> calm down. I know when they do press tours, press junkets, they're long days and yeah, I think yeah. people get really, and it, listen, it's a part of your job. You have to promote the film and I get yeah. it. You're asked the same five questions over and over again, but yeah. I think that, you know, you have to understand that and you can make it through two days. Those yeah. press junkets are long, but it's, it's 48 hours and then you get to do the fun stuff. Look, I mean, I love the guy. He was in that, that, that psychiatric movie where he's chained up in the basement. What is that again? Uh, Steve Carell's in it. It's really good. He's really, really good oh, in that movie. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. You got it, Andy? Uh, no, but I know what you're talking about. I would recommend it highly to everybody. He And he is the star of that show. The man is one hell of an actor, whether it's oh. drama. Because this is drama. This is not comedy at all. The Patient. The Patient? Okay. And then he was also in Little Miss Sunshine as he just had gotten out of a psych ward or no, a hospital. And mm -hmm. he just played that so well in that movie. Is also, I know it's not a holiday movie, but that is definitely, if you want to watch something kind of heartwarming and mm. quirky with your family, it's definitely, it, it hits that for sure. What is it? Little a Little Miss Sunshine. Sunshine. Little Miss Sunshine, Steve Carell. Yeah. Abigail right, Breslin is such a star in that. And Alan Arkin won the Best Supporting Actor. This is so weird. Let's come full circle. He won the Best Supporting Actor over Eddie Murphy that year for Dreamgirls. Really? Yes, and here's a little drama. Eddie Murphy, once he lost, he stormed out of the, it was the Kodak Theater then, but it, mm -hmm. now it's the Dolby Theater because he was so upset because he was going to win. Like, everyone was like, this is his, you know, Oscar. He's going to win. Right, right. And the, one of the studios decided to release that Norbert movie, mm -hmm. um, like one of his, like, fat suit comedies, yeah. right when Oscar voting was out there and people were like, oh, yeah. And they voted for Alan Arkin. In yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it lo Norbit lost him the Oscar. Yep. It's true. And never another chance at it. He hasn't had, he never did win it, did he? No, no. And that's so. why I think like Hollywood needs to like bet on him, like find him, find him like maybe an ensemble drama. Give him like a, a role where he's like edgy, dark, just mm -hmm. different than Eddie Murphy we know because I feel like he's got it in him. He's like Adam Sandler. Like they can do drama. Robin Williams was another one who was really good at that. Yeah. Jim Carrey. No, no question about it. So, okay. So maybe I got a couple of movies to watch now. I can watch him. Uh, what's the name of the movie you said again, Brittany? Uh, Little Miss Sunshine. Again, Little that Miss one's not Sunshine. a holiday one, but if you haven't seen it, yeah. you got you have to. And. I think you and Catherine would get a big old kick out of it. It's just, it's like a dark comedy in a family that doesn't fit the mold kind of thing. And just how families are meant to be together, no matter like what element you are in it. And it's so yeah. good. Guy's a hell of an actor. There's, I mean, seriously, I, I was not impressed in him, you know, person to person, but I've always liked every, everything he's ever done. I really liked. I've never seen him on that morning show. Is he good on that show? Yeah, he's excellent. So good. And when is that? What's that on? And when is that on? Apple TV. Um, all okay. three seasons are out, and um, he plays a Matt Lauer like character. Oh, does he? Oh, that bad. Uh huh. Did he have the push button on behind his desk where he could shut the door behind you? Yeah, and it, he did a really good job of showing the like du 
complicit in nature of being charismatic and a lovely human and a predator. Like, right. It, he nails that role and you actually have both empathy and hate for him. So it's, it was pretty easy. <laughs> well, yeah, that's I, nice. It's wild. And you go, Oh, and you kind of wrestle with that back and forth as he does. And, you know, as he deals with cancel culture and accountability and things like that. And, um, the first season of that is so good. Uh, and the second's good too. I haven't seen the third, but the first season's amazing. First season is this is so strong. It's so captivating. And it really does kind of take rip from the headlines with the Today Show. You know, it's, it. I mean, you. it's hard not to see Matt Lauer in that role, honestly. I mean, what was wrong with Matt? What the hell's wrong with him? Power corrupts. Power. <laughs> it's like That's what power, it is, is power. Look, go back and look at what he did to Ann Curry. Because right. when Katie Couric left and Ann Curry was kind of like the heir apparent to slide into that role, and she wasn't right for that role. I, I think we can all admit that she was mm-hmm. better as the newsreader, but he treated her so horribly. And I mean, basically letting her cry on air, pushing her mm. out. It's Jesus. astonishing that that was allowed to happen at a network news organization. Well, it's pretty amazing. These A lot of these news organizations are, the chickens have come home to roost because people are just sick to death of them, I guess. I don't know. It's just, it's very, very sad with a lot of this stuff. But Matt Lauer was never all that good anyway. I, yeah, I mean, he gave some memorable, I mean, I think a lot of people probably remember his interview with Tom Cruise. Like, he's had some interviews. There's one with Anne Hathaway. But you go back and look at him now, and you're like, oh, these were kind of creepy or inappropriate, or why yeah. do you ask that yep. question? With him thinking that he's being hard-hitting and probing sometimes, right. and it, you're just like, nope, wrong angle, or wrong way to phrase that, or totally inappropriate. So it, it it's just one of those things, You time. Time makes you look back at it at, at a very different lens. How are they doing now, the ABC, NBC, CBS people? How, how are they doing, the, the anchors? In terms of the morning shows? I, I Good mean, Morning America. Good? Um, Good Morning America continues to be the one that has come ahead in the ratings. It, it's oh, okay. always been between Today's Show and Good Morning America. And then the view is that CBS Mornings with Gail King is more of a news, you know, like more serious news where the other two mm-hmm. are more lifestyle. And now she's working with Charles Barkley. King Charles is the name of the show. Yeah, I don't think that show's doing very well from what I, I hear. That show is horrendous. I will, I've watched it. That show is terrible. I don't we'll know see what, what happens because if, you know, CBS News merges with CNN anyway, they right, may keep them right. on. Uh, I'm really curious to see how that all plays out in 2024. That's going to be so weird because Warner Brothers owns all of them, right? They, Warner Brothers owns CNN, correct? CNN, CBS News will wind up being, I'm sure they'll keep them as two separate news organizations, but they will be under the same umbrella. You think they will be separate? I think so. And and I've got to tell you, it's like we're seeing this even in Hollywood when it comes to all of the entertainment journalism outlets. I mean, if you look at Penske Media, I work for them, but they own Hollywood Reporter, they own Variety, they own Deadline. Those are the three right. major trade organizations um to dish out news and they're always fighting with each other but they're all under the same umbrella penske just bought golden globes Mm -hmm. so they're putting on the golden Globes. so everything is just merging into like one big blob honestly Mm -hmm. do you guys have a recommendation do you have a a favorite network news that you watch no i don't watch network not 
Hey, no. you don't watch network news, you guys either. So you guys just no. don't watch it. I, I'll watch it, but I try to make a point of if I'm going to watch CNN, I try to click over to Fox or MSNBC or whatever other. Try to get mm-hmm. multiple, just because if I don't want to fall into just watching one point of view 100 percent of the time. I just watch old episodes of Nick News with Linda Ellerby. There you go. Uh, Good morning, America. By the way, 3.2 million viewers uh, average. So actually, I mean, that's not bad by today's standards. No, that's decent. Mm -hmm. You know what's funny about that is back when there were only three networks, you had to have like an 80 share. It didn't matter. Yeah. (laughs) You had to have everybody. No, I just, uh, it's the reason I I asked you that because I would like to find a national news that I could watch without being able to predict exactly what they're going to say. Cause I can watch, as Tevin just said, I can watch CNN and Fox and I can tell you exactly what they're going to say, how they're going to say it and where they're trying to drive you. It's gotten really, really old. I can't watch either one of them anymore. It's just, this mm-hmm. is very boring. Cause I know exactly what you're going to do. Right. Yeah. yeah. There, there's not really any, I would say really good national show. That's going to be unbiased or not predictable. See, that's too bad because I'd like to find one that would just be kind of middling and go, well, here we looked at this and this. And that's not true. And this is not true on this side. That that would be really, really nice because the biggest problem I have with network news, and this is pretty much CNN and Fox driving that big boat and the other ones, MSNBC is filthy, too. It's ridiculous. But it's like you're lying. Everything that you've said on the show so far is a flat out lie. You know, it's a lie, but that's what they do on Fox and CNN. They just lie to you with their own ideas in mind. I, you know what my suggestion for news, cause I was like associated press for print is, is going to be your unbiased news, but um, mm-hmm. maybe PBS news hour that might actually be your unbiased news source. Boy, it can't be a lot like Channel 2 in Minneapolis, and that's the most far-left PBS station I have ever watched. And I like the anchor. The anchor, she's very, very good. I, She's a very nice person, all the rest of it. But it's just ass-kissing. Well, you know, Minnesota is a very, very political state. I mean, one of the most political states in America. There's no doubt about that. If you don't believe in a Minnesota politics, man, they hate your guts. It's amazing. Yep. It's just the way it is. So I don't know. I'd, I'd like to find the news that I could trust, but I have not found one so far. I thought some of those other ones would like a Newsmax or somebody like that would kind of try to find a middling ground, but they just don't do it. No, oh, Newsmax is far right. So it is. And they're yeah. the only ones even showing Trump rallies these days. So are they real? Oh, so Fox isn't showing Trump rallies anymore? No, Fox isn't even doing it, but Newsmax still is. So what are they going to do if we have no presidential candidates because both <laughs> Trump and Biden are in prison? What are they going to do? We just stay single as a country for a little yeah. while. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Cool up period. Put it complicated on our Facebook page. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, the only problem I have with that from both sides is you're lying to me, and I know you're lying to me. Why? Just do the news. I don't want to hear your lying bullshit. I really don't. You know, do, do most people feel that they're not lying? They think that what they're saying is real. I just don't think people really watch the news. At least, so you, you know, no. my, my peers it. don't. I mean, my peers get the news from online and, and ones that want, you know, a more a slant will, of course, go to, you know, an MSNBC versus a Fox or vice mm-hmm. versa. Mm-hmm. Um, but all my friends who are journalists, 
we're just reading Reuters. We're reading Associated Press because critical thinking is still a thing. It's important. Yeah. Well, here you go. go. Uh, so 3.2 million for Good Morning America, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, CNN total viewer average, 500,000. I know. Yeah. This is during, um, during prime time. But part of that is because there are so many far left channels, right? Like MSNBC is. Well, if you combine CNN MSNBC is. and CNN, because they're both mm-hmm. basically the same thing, they, yeah, they, are. they add up to about 1.7 million, uh, which is yeah. pretty much tied with Fox News. Right. I didn't know CN- that MSNBC was kicking CNN's ass that badly. Over twice as many viewers, yes. Twice as many CNN viewers. has struggled um, since they've kind of lost their leadership. You know, they've gone through several people. Mm. It went from Jeff Sucker to Chris Litt. So it's, oh, right. right. Yeah. And then yeah. he had to, they fired him, didn't they? They fired him. I think he only lasted yeah. a year and a half, maybe. Yeah, it wasn't very long. I know that. CNN no. is going down. It's like 25% a month recently. Yeah. Well, and they yeah. fired like half their on-air talent as well, and really? switched things up. And yeah. The, yeah, a lot of the new people are unwatchable. It's yeah, everything is on TV. Just feels like a clown show for the most. Yeah. Very yeah. smug, don't you think? They're and that's Fox and and CNN. They're both so smug. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. Ugh. CNN does a good. I, I like their New Year's coverage with Andy Cohen and Anderson <laughs> Cooper because they. I think they're allowed to drink this year after last year's oh. alcohol ban. So whoops. Anderson Cooper is a very nice guy. You ever met him? Mm-hmm. He's very sweet. He's a very, very nice person. There's no question. But And isn't his real name actually Vanderbilt? His mother was Gloria Vanderbilt. Gloria Vanderbilt. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Now, I, I, I'm just trying to find a news that I could semi-trust and a news that I, I could actually not predict what they're going to say next. Because CNN and Fox, you can actually predict mm-hmm. what's 100%. Next. Yeah. You got to read your news. Too bad. Yeah. Maybe I got. Yes, I should read my news from Associated Press. You're absolutely right. Yeah, and then and then look at your local news and just call it a day. All right, I've done this for every person so far, but I have to change it up a little bit. I have never liked working with you, Kristen. It's been nothing but hell from <laughs> day one. From day it's been one. another great year of not meeting you in person. I know we've never met in person. Twelve years now. Is that what it is? Twelve years. Uh. Yeah, we're going into 12, I think. For, we're going I think, into 12. I think I started with you guys in 2012. Going into our 12th year, and we have never met in person. Uh, it's very, very odd, isn't it? We went through a pandemic together. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did all that stuff. Shoulder to shoulder. I got but, married. Um, yeah, like all this stuff. I wasn't married when I first started. No, that's right. You were not me. married. It's very, very true. So, but no, Kristen, it's an absolute joy working with you. I love working with you. You're a good person and you, you have, you're very ethical. That's the one thing I will say about you as a news person. You're a very ethical person, which I really, really like. Most of the people on the show, I, I would say actually all the people on the show are very ethical people, hmm. you know? I mean, not really. like maybe not. <laughs> Brittany's like, yeah, I don't know about that. But it depends uh, on the day with me. You never know. No, but I'm looking forward to another year with you, Kristen. It's going to be great. Yes, and thank you so much. It's been so much fun working with everyone, the whole team this year, meeting new friends and joining you guys every single morning from my closet. From your closet and Brittany's closet and everybody's closet. It's just one wonderful. And I want to thank all four of you for wearing a Christmas outfit. And I'm wearing a blue Vegas sweatshirt. That's real nice. <laughs> nice. Real good, Tom. Kristen, <laughs> love you, dear. And we'll talk to you next year. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Bye.
Kristen Bird. That, that's another one of situations you got to get so lucky finding the people that you find. I mean, you know how many pricks are in this business? Mm. Yeah, especially mm. Hollywood reporters. You just don't oh. know what you're going to get. So she's lovely. You know, I, I loved working with Mike Evans. I was very surprised that Mike Evans, he was the only one who didn't come over with me from the, the, the Q morning show. Yeah, Mike mm. Evans, is. I mean, he's definitely, uh, I think, isn't, into change right now at his t- point in his career is the nice yeah, I think he's going to retire like this year I think he is yeah and so the idea of, uh, last year. so he probably did us a favor in the sense of like he would have to we'd have to change up everything anyways and I I'm yeah I, I mean that because I just don't want to be mad ever at Mike Evans I think he has no a Mike's a great guy yeah why Mike, why change yeah. the course at that point in his career I understand. No, no question about it. I played a little golf with Mike over the years, and he's he is a complete nut job. You do know that, right? Oh, in I'm, real life. I mean, in on air, he's insane. So it's like I yeah, he, right. I, I'm always trying to call him. Well, that's not made up. Yeah, he's a crazy person. The one thing I hated that he did there's only one thing that he did that I hated. Every time he'd ask a question, he'd go like this. I have a question. Give it up. Give it up. Give it up. 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 Give it up. Give it up. Give it up. And like, oh Jesus, would you stop doing that? Give it up. Yeah, we heard you the first eight times, but no, I miss Mike. I haven't talked to Mike Evans in a year now. I'll have to reach out to him. He hasn't reached out to me at all. Yeah. So I'll have to reach out to him and and because uh, I always like work with him. He's a very very nice guy. Yeah. No question. We shall take a break. Be right back. Wrap things up right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. You know the song Kokomo? It's supposed to be off the Florida Keys, right? Hate to break your Beach Boys bubble, but that's a fictitious place they made up for the song. Fortunately for the rest of us, the Florida Keys island chain are as real as the taxes you have to pay in Minnesota if you're a resident. Now that's a reason to move south. In addition to Florida and all of Monroe County being beautiful, the Keys from Key Largo to Key West are even more beautiful. This is Tom Bernard, part-time Florida resident myself. And if you want a second house or a new retirement home or want to become a Floridian, may I suggest you contact Matt Carlson from One Key West Realty. Matt grew up in Litchfield. He's a super real estate agent when it comes to finding your tropical island space in the Keys. He lives there and here, and Matt knows what's best in Key West to buy. For your second home in Florida, Matt teamed up with fellow Minnesotan from Sartell and Alexandria, Kristen Eklund, who's one of the top mortgage brokers in the country from Coast to Coast Mortgage. She'll get you the financing you need to buy a home in Florida or in Minnesota. Matt's part of the Lake Sotheby's International Realty Group here in Minnesota, and Kristen, his mortgage colleague, lives and works in the Keys, so they both know the Florida Keys' new and existing homes for sale and are Minnesotan through and through. Contact them by heading to OneKeyWest.com. That's OneKeyWest.com. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? 
North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. When you need someone to listen, a lawyer you know and trust, with respect that you deserve. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant. Over the years at holiday time, Bradshaw and Bryant has been able to help thousands of Minnesotans arrive home safely from the bars. This year, there's still lots of things that we can do to ensure that you stay safe on the roads, like slowing down, giving yourself enough time that you're not in a rush, no texting and driving, hands-free phone calls, and of course, no drinking and driving. Please be safe so that you get home to your loved ones. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. This year, my biggest wish is that we all remain happy, healthy, and even a little more kind to one another. A lawyer who will fight with confidence and pride. A working harder, going farther with my Bryant on your side. Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We will close with a magnificent story about Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. Reed Markham was just a kid when he learned that some children in his town of McAllister, Oklahoma, didn't have any toys under their Christmas tree. A shy kid who was bullied in school, Reed remembered the moment very clearly, since he was no stranger to feeling left out. Even though his parents divorced when he was just seven, there were people who stepped in to make Christmas time special. So the thought that uh, his fifth grade, this uh, fifth grade, friend would find nothing under the tree was tough to bear whatever the reason his heart or his blues he proposed to his mother to hold a toy drive similar in structure to a backpack drive they had organized the year before reed's mother angie miller uh posted a a video on facebook explaining that her son's intentions were uh very good asked for donations of toys or money or to buy toys for a giveaway that reed had uh, decided to do as a four, uh, was it a four, what the hell does that say? A 4-H project? Does that make sense? Why would it yeah. be a 4-H project? 4-H yeah. does everything. They, yeah. Oh, do they do everything? Yeah, 4-H is, okay. they do volunteer, they do anything that could exist, they do it. There was great response. Lots of people uh, went out and bought new toys to donate, or they sent money for us to buy them. That was all seven years ago, and now as a university freshman, Reed still drives two and a half hours home from his campus in Stillwater, Oklahoma, to participate in the annual uh, toy drive. Now in its seventh season, Reed and his mother will give away 54,000 toys for Christmas this year to people in need. Wow. Now that is pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, that's what Christmas is all about right there. This kid, even though he was bullied and treated like crap and probably should have, most people would have disliked their classmates. He turned it around and said, no, I'll show you what how it should be done. Yeah. He and his mother came together. and What a great job. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I came across that story this morning and put it in Tom's News Stories. I was looking through like CNN and all these other apps trying to find no- news stories and they're all negative. And so I literally just typed in good right. news. <laughs> and it brought me to this. It's called the Good News Network, and so it's people what? that literally, yeah, just fi- find you know positive stories that are uplifting. It's and started by uh, Krasinski. Uh, what's his name? Um, John from, Krasinski. Yes, John mm. Krasinski from really? uh, the Office. Yeah, he started that network in 2020 when uh, things were a bit bleak, and it was. It's all based around just positive stories that could be really hyper local too yeah and it says good news good talks good gifts get involved about us and espanol 
He invited mm-hmm. everybody. But yeah, good news, good talks, good gifts. I love that. Getting involved with other people. But here's a kid, again, treated like crap. So instead of whining and pissing and moaning and feeling sorry for himself, he said, I'll show you how it's done. Yeah. And he came across as this wonderful, nice young man who actually does care about other people, which to me is what Christmas is all about, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Cool. What a wonderful story to close on. See, look at that. We close on on such a great story. So thanks for sending that over, Tevin. Tevin and Brittany, uh, thank you for the great year. It's uh, a new uh new endeavor here and it's going to be it's going to take a couple of years to build the thing and that's just the way it is and but i just wanted to thank you you guys are are great to work with and you know uh i just look at, at this point in my career to even be able to go on on the show and do a show is just a wonderful thing there's no doubt about it uh, and so far i can't name one of you as a prick like i could the other place I'm so sure. you know i'm sure we'll show ourselves right i'll, I'll yeah. eventually be a monster uh probably Mary- Merry Christmas, Tom. I know how mm-hmm. much you love hanging out with your family and you're going to get to during indeed. this break. And that just means, I know that means the world to you. So I hope you and Catherine and Andy and Ethan and Melissa and Alex and Sage and Fawn and Dan, I hope you guys all have an amazing, and Tevin. Don't yeah. forget and, <laughs> and the rest. The most and Tevin. Maybe even Tevin. Yeah. Maybe. I love you all. Sure. I love yeah. you all. I hope you guys have so much fun with your families and your onesies and all the things. Yeah, no, I want to echo Brittany's sentiment. Just, yeah, wish everybody and our listeners as well for uh, wishing them a happy holidays. And, you know, it almost feels weird, Tom, to hear you say, you know, so many nice things to me. So I need you to call me like a sugar tit or a candy, something. Candy ass. Yeah, right before. That's another good one. Candy ass is good. This is, it has been a wonderful experience being on the show and we're definitely looking forward to, to next year. We will move forward with it. Andrew, as you know, you're a member of the family, so you get nothing. Mm-mm. Nothing. <laughs> he just shakes his head. <laughs> ah, my kids know that I love them dearly. I, one, one thing I love about that, whenever I say that, they both look away from me when I say I that. I know. Which I guess is, you know, that's a good thing. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be right back and kick off the family show right up to this. Thanks again. Bye. Merry Christmas. Bye.